You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're listening to the Way Station Podcast with Megan and Stephanie. Welcome to the Way Station. To ensure traveler safety and comfort, please deposit your baggage at the door. The Way Station encourages open discussions. All stories are also accepted. Rest from your journey through life. Enjoy your stay, and please come again. Hello, and welcome back to hey, the Waystation hey. 2017, guys. We Woo. made it. <laughs> Super exciting. We weren't sure. Uh, we were questioning it um, the last time we saw each other last year. So uh, we're very happy to be here and to be bringing the show forgot to hit the back to uh, Podcast Detroit. Well, we've been on here for this is season two, episode one. So hooray for us, I guess. Um, I'm your host, Stephanie. <laughs> Sorry, I'm your other host away. who's currently um, going live uh, right now. So hold on. There we go. That's All important. right. So, yes. So we're here finally. Okay. Hold on. Oh, there talking to your mic, boo boo. I'm talking into my mic. <laughs> I'm just trying to get all of us. It's really hard. Sorry. So, okay. Yeah, we're, we're back. We're back. It's January. Yes. The world's an end, um, which is great. Uh, so today we actually have, normally we usually only have one guest on, but today we have a plethora of guests. We do. Uh, we have Todd and Dave from the Basement Fodder podcast. Hi, guys. Oh, oh, wait. There, there they go. <laughs> there, there they, they are. are. That's, that's where now. they went. <laughs> um, and we also have Michael Watson, who's like this comic creator extraordinaire. And we're going to discuss all of that wonderful stuff um, on the second half Ugh. of the show, per the usual. So, hi, Michael. How are you? Oh, wait. Uh, there's a water bottle. I'm doing great. I'm feeling real good about being on the show. Super excited. Excellent. We're excited to have you. Happy uh, 2017, everybody. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a beautiful thing. Another year, uh, another whole year of podcasts. That's what I'm excited for. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. Anybody who's watching this. Oh, are you messing? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to get it to set up. We're but on Facebook. We're, we're live. Facebook we're live on right Facebook. Now. So I got hurt and I'm trying to sque- squeeze She's in. She's getting really close to me, guys. I am. Look! Oh, wait! So, Damn, wait for for it. Yeah, I got my Facebook hey. live going. It's, it's been okay. rocking for the last ten minutes. Uh, see, you know, we're so internet savvy. I'm loving this, you guys. This is it's a Michael new goes thing. Facebook and live I really every time like he goes it. to the bathroom. <laughs> God, that's that's a part of my life, and I will not have you shun me for it. <laughs> there yeah, we go. But, but you rant every time while you're doing it too. That's the only other thing. Like, like what Those fucking guy? Facebook Live on the duty. <laughs> Those are the best rants. Well, yeah. <laughs> Bathroom rants are clearly Bathroom the best. Rants. Yeah. This is this is fun. <laughs> well, so I mean, this is a really bad segue. But speaking of it rants, is um, <laughs> this isn't even really a rant, but you know, I had to use something there. So I this is totally off topic, which is why I'm going to do this first, um, because on our show, we talk to indie creators about, you know, independent like film, comic books, that sort of thing. This is actually just related to my own life, but it's kind of funny. We do. And I, I have a question to people who are listening because I don't really, anybody who's listening. honestly. Yeah, I, I don't know the answer to this. So my back went out this week. I don't know if anybody if you guys have had your back go out ever. This is the first time it's I ever have. happened to me. Uh, it hurt really bad, so I was like, I guess I have to go to the chiropractor, because that's what I hear people do. So I went for my first time on Friday, and after the doctor had, like, cracked, like, all these parts of my body, I was super turned on. <laughs> and I don't know really? if that is normal. Like, I was super... 
oh, aroused. God. And I'm like, <laughs> who can I talk to about this? I didn't talk to anybody about it because I felt like something I'd done something wrong. And <laughs> so apparently it's not that abnormal. Uh, see, but that's the thing. I, I've been to the chiropractor plenty of times. Like I was telling you before, um, I ended up. Um, I was sitting on my couch, literally doing absolutely nothing but watching television. And I went to go stand up and I could not s- completely stand up straight. Like, literally, I looked like the hunchback of Notre Dame walking around my house. <laughs> really attractive, <laughs> so right, guys? I went to the chiropractor. I, I never got that feeling. I just, maybe I'm dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I mean, to me... Yes, it felt good because, one, you get all that relief from pain. But at the same time, no, it, I don't. I don't. I so never went my, there. See, th- th- you clearly didn't go to the right doctor. Apparently, then. I did it. <laughs> Maybe I need to go to your chiropractor, <laughs> Stephanie. I mean, it's like the biggest bang for a buck. So you might as well. Right. I, might, I, might as well. <laughs> I mean, I was just really glad it was like, you know. 10 degrees outside so like i was all turned on and then i walked out into the cold and i like shut it down real fast so i would just hate know. to be a guy in that situation <laughs> because not only are you not only you're getting aroused and then you just have that awkward bulge in your pants but a dude just worked on you yeah how do you I'm feel now <laughs> That would be I've super. Never been to the chiropractor, but that happens to me every time I get a haircut. Aww. So I understand the feeling. So I have been to the chiropractor. I had to go like for like a short period of time. I used to have to go every week, and that feeling happened to me every week that I would go. I mean, it might have been the nineteen-year-old nurses that were giving me massages, Ooh, but I mean, yeah, I had that feeling. Like, <laughs> I, I think that might have had something to do with it. Maybe just a little bit. I didn't ask. They said they have it. Why are you always trying to judge us, Watson? Yeah. <laughs> there, there is, this is a judgment-free zone. Um, yeah. That's and not, it involves a 19-year-old nurse. <laughs> okay, well, you know, it's good to know no. that other people have gotten aroused uh, during some I'm, type of uh, yeah. thing. I guess I, medical I, guess I or am other dead inside. <laughs> Megan is dead not inside. seeing the right chiropractor. Yeah, she's... I'm telling you, when I get a haircut, every time it happens, I go crazy. Like I gotta, I gotta be careful. (laughs) Do you bring like a stack of books to put on your lap? Like I feel as if I wear loose pants. (laughs) (laughs) Just brings a blanket with them. That would be even more awkward, wouldn't you? That would be more creepy. So much more creepy. Sorry, I'm here. I'm here for my appointment, uh, but I'm just gonna bring this blanket with me. Don't mind the ball. That's why they made. That's the real reason they made snuggies. Um, <laughs> I just wear a hat and then I put the hat over top of it. When I have to get over it. Oh lord! Oh my goodness! Well, I'm really glad I that can't. I got that off my chest. Uh, <laughs> and that children with Stephanie's experience that, that at was, the chiropractor. Yeah. Um, great, you know, I, I left experience. very, uh, very happy. <laughs> she was really happy. Yeah. Make the toys. I live for the noise. I don't think Todd and Dave are going to let you um, forget this, though. I think they're going to store that and constantly use it against you. Eh, We're going to be talking about it on our show this week. (laughs) I'm I'm totally fine with that. I really don't have a whole lot of shame. So uh, (laughs) if I did, I never would have said that. Um, where literally anyone can hear it. So <laughs> clearly I don't care. Uh, 
So um, I also kind of wanted to talk about um, Hayao, or yeah, Hayao Miyazaki, who turned 76 this week. So happy birthday. Happy birthday. I know you're not listening. Yeah, you're it, no, he's not listening, but it's, it's, it's the principle. <laughs> in it's my, the principle. In my mind, he's listening. So we <laughs> wanted to wish him a happy 76th birthday, and um, we're super pumped that uh, they're doing... Uh, Princess Mononoke um, is being released in the theaters. We're going to see it Monday. Monday at 7. On the 9th. If anybody so. wants tickets. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be at the it's Livonia AMC. Me and Mike will be there, you know. Yeah. Heck, <laughs> I definitely want to go should. see that. Is they Are they releasing that across the whole U.S.? Uh, they are. It's just a, um, you a have to sort of fathom special events, and they have only certain theaters are doing it. So I don't know if every state is doing it, but they do it. They do release it, um, you know, across the country. So I'm sure that there's somewhere near you because, like, they do. Yeah, there's like a probably one in Columbus. Yeah, probably there's like three or four theaters in Michigan that do it. Um, and then I'm sure there's you know in every state a few of them. But uh, fathom.com people. Right? Yeah. FathomEvents.com. Fathom Events, excuse me. I'm looking it up now. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> um, I'm Googling it. Um, so I would love to take my daughters to go see that. That would yeah. be amazing. It's one of those movies that is very uh, empowering, I think, for the young girls. The only too. downfall to that is make sure your children are of age to at least keep attention. Because when we went to see Spirited Away a couple of weeks ago, there ended up being a child behind a friend of ours who kept kicking, literally kept kicking the back of the seat. And I really thought that he was going to get up and like strangle the kid. He's like, look, can you not kick my seat? And I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> Camera, I world star. It takes much of the movie so much. <laughs> yeah. Well, so much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spirited Away was awesome, though, in the theater. Um, I'm rocking my Spirited Away nails right now that <laughs> Megan did for me today. I did. Uh, with no face and the little uh, soot guys. I was actually very proud of myself with yeah. this one. No, they look amazing. I'm super happy. I'm so, I'm at, like a Miyazaki uh, groupie. I'm kind of obsessed. Let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Because <laughs> everybody else needs to see this. Wait, Megan's wait. making me hold oh, my fingers yeah. in front of the camera. So like, I, did know. I did that. And then there's I'm the like the only guys. one on this call who they're has so no idea what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, I love Princess Mononoke. It's my favorite one. Well, you can always <laughs> Google like it. Showing it. Stop <laughs> it. But now it doesn't want to. Yeah. Oh, 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 well, whatever. Yeah. Well, the, my face the, the internet there. will tell you, like, <laughs> if you don't know. So just saying. The internet Mike's is there for you. Now, Dave will try to tell me about it, and I'll zone out because I just don't like anime. You know, yeah, he hates anything anime, so it's like you start talking about it, and he just goes. It's like talking Aww. about shoe shopping. I just go to sleep. So no, I know <laughs> Tom and I just <laughs> ended up watching Ninja Scroll the other day because I wanted to watch Akira, but we couldn't find um, the English version, or we couldn't find e- the English dubbed version. So I we ended up not watching it and watched Ninja Scroll. So that was nice because I don't think I actually sat back and watched Ninja Scroll from beginning to end. I think I might have fell asleep watching some of it. It's really sad. <laughs> Megan's one of those people who has like a short attention span too, but instead I of do. kicking people's chairs, she just falls asleep like an old man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I do it's snore, so I'm sorry to anybody else who is around me. <laughs> so if we all go see this movie, it's just going to be me and Stephanie actually watching a movie and then like Todd and Meg. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 anime catches, anime no, catches my so attention. I'm down with yeah. that. So I have no problem with watching anime. It's just 
you got to make sure it's the right one, I guess. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't fall asleep and spirited away. Hell no. That I was, love that, that one. Movie, I was, I've seen that one hundreds of times. I cried. I've just never like actually five seen times it on a big screen. <laughs> during that movie. And I, I had seen it already and I had cried a lot. I didn't cry <laughs> as much. Like, I think there was that solitaire tear. Like that, every like, time, like it's like all oh, that beautiful. It was so beautiful. You just get that single tear that like glistens, that, mm-hmm. like out of nowhere. There's like that ray of sunshine. It just goes <laughs> in the movie twinkle, theater. Twinkle. Yes, in the movie theater, because that's exactly what happens. That one single little tear, just nothing. I could be in complete darkness, and that's all you see is glisten. <laughs> sure. <laughs> It's that weird halo Exactly. Like, what the shit? I love how much time she just spends <laughs> describing that one that single, single tear. Because it happens all the time. All the time. There's no going around it. Oh, look. John's watching. John is the one that actually wanted to kick the kid. <laughs> oh, hi, John. We were seat. just talking about you. <laughs> Man after my heart. <laughs> yes. I didn't just grab the kid by the ankle. <laughs> um, Shut up. Uh, just so people who are into uh, Miyazaki might not know this, he is working on, it was originally supposed to be a short. It's called um, Borrow the Caterpillar. Yes. Um, and now he's wanting to turn it into a full-length feature film. Apparently, it hasn't been greenlit yet, but he did. Is, I mean, he's coming out of retirement to try to get this thing made. And nobody's yes. going to say no to him. No. Because everything he touches it's turns gold. to gold. It's it's pure everything. gold. Everything. So it, it, he was supposed to be, he, he came out of retirement because 2013, um, he had his last film, which was... Uh, the Wind Rises. The Wind Rises. Yeah. I did not see that one, so I probably need to stop living under a rock and watch it. But um, yes. he came out of retirement to actually put this thing together. So I'm excited. As soon as they say that, hey, this is happening, and they start showing me trailers, I'm going to pee my pants. I'm, I'm gonna. Pee my I, pants. I will not let you sit on my lap while that's happening. I'll get you some diapers. Right. Thanks. Somebody's got or like my a back. Pad. <laughs> Just Puppies. give me some depends and call it a day. George nice. just lay some newspaper down. You know, be good. Well, Megan, you've turned into a puppy. I have officially. You should oh, pat her on the head. I should. <laughs> I should, but she might hit me. I'm really close. I might bite you. So um, that's a thing. <laughs> I don't want to get attacked. It's okay. Because she's gonna go right for my <laughs> face, and like that's the money maker. Exactly. So sorry. I really need to keep people away from that thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, really quick, while we are on the subject of um, wonderful uh, Japanese creators, I just wanted to. Announced that I finally got a copy of Tomie by Junji Ito, who is one of my favorite horror writers. Yes. Um, and so that is going to be what I'm doing when we get off the air today is I'm cracking that mother open and uh, I'm going to have nightmares tonight. So that is you know, awesome. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I haven't gotten a chance to yeah. read anything yeah, by Junji Ito. So I'm kind of like pumped, per se. Like I just... I, I want to read it, so hurry the hell up. <laughs> She's rushing I'm, me. I'm a big I'm horror rushing. fan, so I would. That's something that I'm totally into. This thing is like a like. Do you see how huge this is? It's. I mean, this thing is huge. That's, it's giant. It's how gonna take pages? forever. I mean, it it is a. How many pages? It's, it's technically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Oh my god. Okay, I'm done too. Let's be done. So yeah, I'm going to read uh, Tomie, and if you are into horror, I would recommend um, checking out Junji Ito's um, 
Uzumaki and uh, Gyo as well. Those are I've already read those two, and they're especially Uzumaki. That's like my favorite. I'm kind of obsessed with it. So um, yeah, if you're into reading from right to left and <laughs> backwards, is they a big part over? <laughs> I have no idea what's going on right now. Done. I don't know these people. <laughs> I heard horror and I was like, hey, if you're into horror, you should watch those Chucky movies. I oh love those God. Chucky movies. Are you serious? <laughs> wow. I'm done. I am going to come and find you and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> love you. Leave Chucky alone. There's nobody ever thinks to punt kick the doll with a knife. <laughs> That's how the movie ends. <laughs> oh, I kicked it. My dog chewed it up. I don't want to look for realism in horror, okay? Oh, Why not? <laughs> is it, anyway. does it get too real for you in those moments? If it's, you know, the realism of it, does it bother you? Yeah, no, 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 not really. I mean, I like that Babadook movie a lot. The, the Babadook? <laughs> yeah, because that's Japanese. But that's not really it sounds horror. Japanese. That's not horror. Babadook is not horror. It's like more like suspense. Well, I don't know. A lot of people thought it was scary. I thought I'm gonna like I'm gonna get some backlash for this, but I really did not like that movie very much. And that little kid, he was screaming, made me want to. No, that was the best part. Oh my god! I did, watching that kid made me not want to reproduce ever. But then I the realized how much I love children. Deep shit. <laughs> Uh, he, well, yeah, but the worst part was like every time he screamed, I could feel like my ovaries shriveling up exactly. just a little bit more, a little bit more. Yeah, like natural control. All, yes, I, all exactly. I could hear in the back of my head is my mom, little girl. If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm gonna smack you. I'm like, ah, somebody beat this child. He beat that child. He needs right an ass. I want to grab the so kid by his bad. ankles and just beat his mother to death with him. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dave's violent. It sounds like it. <laughs> I, I wish I knew what movie we were. Uh, you guys were talking about. I feel so left out. Oh, you haven't you haven't My seen Bob Babadook? It's, no, it's on uh, Netflix. If little, you have Netflix, little disclaimer: um, I don't watch scary movies because I'm a bitch. Oh, okay. See, hey, you know what? But he's man enough to admit that. Yes. Yeah, yes. So no, watch, I give you, you major props for that. Dinosaurs with us. You've seen a scary movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did watch that with you. That was pretty scary. Oh my gosh! I, I started to watch Vince. Out. Out. I watched. Uh, I watched Krampus. I watched Krampus a couple of days ago. That was that funny. Ended up not being so bad. I, like that. I liked that, Krampus. That, yeah, Krampus was more to me. It was like comedic horror. Cause it was like it was, it was scary, but and it was gory, but it was it was it was funny. Was too much. I it, loved it, was, it. Yeah, I'm sorry, but as soon as the teddy like bear and then the, the cookies started movie. coming alive, yeah, I was done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 good stuff. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it didn't scare you too much, Mike. That's good. Oh Lord. Because <laughs> then you'd have to get some newspapers and put them down. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I don't ask for everybody. <laughs> So yeah, horror movies. Like we we just like go off topic like so much. It's like we're really good at that. We just I'm trying kind to of, figure like, out the last horror movie I watched. You, I can't. You were you're doomed when you invited us to your show. That's yeah, this all is we the do. point where you were credited Especially with us Mike. <laughs> like it, you get Mike and us, and there's just like no staying on topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. It, it's, um, it's pretty hard. 
I think the last thing I actually, we sat down, Tom and I have been watching Black Mirrors lately, so that's been a thing that we've been doing. Oh, I've been watching that. That's awesome. I, yeah. And creepy. Exactly. Yeah. Some of them are really, like, emotional, and, like, the one, ha- like, there was one that we've watched so far that's had a happy ending. There's only one in the exactly. series that has a happy ending. And that's yeah. why I was just, like, Tom was like, oh, this is going to end badly. It's going to end badly. And he's like, what? <laughs> it didn't? The like, video game episode was pretty scary. That one freaked me out. I was under the covers a lot, like hiding behind my That walk. one, my uh-huh. husband and I creepy. were sitting on the couch like, nope, I'd be gone. Nope, nope. Like the whole, yeah. like the, your atypical black person in a movie theater, that was me and my husband. Like, no, why would you do that? Why Why are you going in there? I wouldn't go up there. As soon as I heard, no, what? nope, we're out. Why would you go? Walk around. Like, There'd be absolutely away. no investigation for me. I'd. If I was in a horror movie, it would just everyone would be so pissed. I'm not looking at for any sounds. I'm not checking out any crash noises. I'm immediately leaving. Exactly. I don't. Why would you? Why would you? Why are you doing? I mean, but then again, why? 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 But then again, (laughs) me personally, sometimes depends on the situation. I want to know what the fuck is going on. Like the other day, and this is, I'm not shitting you by any means. I was downstairs I'm, with my dog. I'm glad you're not shitting I'm not me. shitting anybody. <laughs> Thanks. I was downstairs <laughs> with my dog, Shit. and I was yeah. doing laundry, and I heard footsteps. And if anybody's been to my house, I do have uh, wood floors upstairs. Um, and then my second floor is carpet, but you, like, I specifically heard feet walking above me so i stopped what i was doing i said hey babe because tom just so happened to not be home he was at work so you know i thought it was him maybe he came home so me and the dogs go upstairs and i'm look i'm looking around i see nobody at the front door and then i go into my bedroom thinking okay maybe he went into the bedroom no he's not in there Look in the bathroom. There's nobody in the bathroom. I am freaking baffled at where this noise came from. (laughs) So finally, my husband gets home. I was like, you didn't by any chance come in really quickly and then leave, did you? No. Okay, well, guess what? I heard noises. (laughs) Honestly, it was like the weirdest thing I think I've ever experienced while being in my house. Yeah, well, see, besides the fact that there's Bruce, he always stares at a specific spot at our house and barks at it every once in a while. That's about it. That's it. And she just invited me over to her house yes, tonight. Yes, I did. Yeah, you're like, ah. Uh, she's been over my house plenty of times. Who yeah, but now that shit? I know this, I'm not coming over. <laughs> you guys can have Look, a sleepover? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, now we're going to die first. In the I, I feel, they couldn't even hang if they were hanging with us. Like, we get... When Megan and I actually like get together, which We're, is oh, kind of rare lately, but we don't want to go home. We we drink excessively. <laughs> we are loud as hell. I met you both, and I don't want to ever hang out here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but there are times where I, like I gotta work the next morning, and I will go to work hungover just because I want to hang out with this bitch. And I end up drinking more than I need to. She drinks like twice as much as she probably should when she's with me. It's horrible. I I think it's like she's drinking more because then I seem more fun if she's super drunk. (laughs) Or maybe it's like I'm not fun enough, so maybe I need to drink more in order to get to her level. 
Yeah. She's like a champion drinker. I, I'm really com- good at it, guys. Compared to her, I am still a lightweight. <laughs> but I'm a pretty good drinker. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so... Congratulations, uh, we're alcoholics. But anyway, uh, <laughs> my family. Yeah, awesome drink, because no matter how much I drink, I never get hungover. Oh, you're lucky. Your liver must look like. Yeah, I never get hungover either. It's like, yeah. Yeah. I've got. I only get hungover a certain amount of times. Normally, I drink enough water during my drinking phase that I'm okay. Normal waters for quitters. Uh, no, no, water keeps me going. I say water is life, man. Exactly. You need it to live. Now when you're drinking, booze it, is life. It keeps me going. <laughs> Tequila is life. That's what I stick to. Vodka. Like water. Vodka. It's water ask. <laughs> we have a friend who drinks just straight vodka and like water. It's like vodka and a little bit of water, but it's mostly vodka. And I, I question how she's still alive to this day sometimes because eh, sometimes it's a whole it's, fucking bottle. It's because of the vodka water. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she's still alive. She's like uh, Keith uh, Keith Richards or whatever. It's <laughs> like surviving solely on like, you know, illegal drugs and alcohol. <laughs> but anyway, okay, we're going to take a, a quick break in. here, guys. Um, and when we come back, Michael, I'm sorry, it's been like, we've just been like talking about things that you're like, not super into, but now we get to talk all about you. Yes. When we come back and, and this, um, wonderful comic book universe that you've created. So, um, everybody, you know, go catch a cigarette, get a drink, do whatever you got to do. We will be back, uh, in a few minutes. Hello and welcome back to the way station. Welcome back, children. <laughs> If you're just, if you're just joining us, um, I am your host Stephanie, and I'm your other host Megan. And today we have um, well, we had Todd and Dave. Todd had to go to work. Um, they're from the Basement Fodder podcast, and uh, so Todd uh, is is gone. But we still have Dave. We so do hi, still Dave. have Dave. Um, and yeah, you still got me, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, guys, it was like when Todd was here, I was super pumped, and now I'm just kind of like. There's feedback. Um, yeah, oh yeah, we're getting. All right, who's got that going on? <laughs> I'm, I'm turn it up. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> That's me. Somebody is watching our live oh, it, feed. It's all good. Whoops! It's all good. Um, but then we also have um the person who are we are, are interviewing today, and I'm yes. super excited. Uh, Michael Watson, um, who is a comic book uh, creator from Ohio. Yes. Hello, Michael. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for uh, sitting through us, you know, BSing the first half of the show and being a good sport about all that. (laughs) We appreciate Uh, you. uh, It's no problem at all. Thank you for reading all of my comic books. Yeah. You know what? I read almost all of them. Almost all of them. So I got through um, the first six issues of Hot Shot. um, And then Uh I read uh, Vigilance. Uh, number one, I read Heroes International number one, and I read mm-hmm. Emerald Quest number one. So I got through quite a bit. Um, okay. So I wanted to try to get everything. I just, it's kind of hard because I'm a, a creator myself and I'm in the middle of like three projects and I have a full time job too. So it's like, right, right, right. you know how it is. Like you, you yeah. wish there's like eight more hours in every day so that you can, you know, get God, if you could give everything. us one thing, give us eight more even hours. Just, I'll take four more even. Four. Four. <laughs> yeah. We'll settle with four. So now it looks like you, you have a lot of different roles. Um, 
within the comics that you work on. Roles, not rules, because it sounded like you said uh, roles. No, I, oh, I said, I said roles. I'm sorry. sorry. That was <laughs> just me then. It's okay. I need a hearing aid. It's cool. You do, Megan. <laughs> apparently. apparently. <laughs> so my, I guess my first question for you is, like, why comics? What got you into comics? Uh, that goes back to my friend Tom back in the sixth grade. I actually thought comic books were stupid and uh, <laughs> couldn't understand why everybody liked them. And Tom threatened me and said, if you don't oh. read these books and uh, like them, we can't be friends anymore. I like him. So, <laughs> that, that's a good friend. If you don't read yeah. this and like it, we're done. I should do that right. more often. So he gave me a stack of uh, X-Men, 90s X-Men, Blue Squad. And I, after I read the first issue, I couldn't stop. I read everything he had, gave me that night. And uh, I stopped wanting to be an animator and wanted to draw comic books. And how long have you been doing that for? I've been drawing comic books professionally since 2005. Sweet. 2005, wow. people. That's a really long time. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to call you that. old. It makes me feel old. No, I'm not <laughs> trying to call you old at all. Like, I'm just saying it's a really long time. Because a lot of the people that we interview have maybe, you know, five, maybe ten years tops. Um, you know, because we interview a lot of indie creators and – um. So it, you've put in a lot of work, it sounds like. So that's awesome. And I'm over here. I can't even draw stick figures. So thank you. <laughs> I'm in the same book. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, not everybody can be talented. That's just that's just life. Every- like me? <laughs> like me? Oh, shush. Oh, no. Um, I'm super talented. <laughs> oh, no. No. You're the most talented. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. I didn't know I was in, in the presence of awesomeness i'll I'll settle down now right simmer down um i'm the idea man (laughs) (laughs) i know that megan um wanted to talk about vigilance number one uh she really 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 loved actually we both really did yes um she she i'm gonna let you take the lead on this i was gonna say i was like what 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 did i like yeah she was really stoked about it so i'm gonna shut my mouth now and i'm gonna (laughs) proceed pro thank you you're so kind sweetheart um (laughs) Okay, so for me, Vigilance, I I really enjoyed... Okay, so growing up nine times out of ten, you see that most comics, and I'm not saying all, most comics are heavily saturated with male figures. Yes, you get your occasional females. You get Storm, you get, you know... All, all, you know... Psylocke. Psylocke. That's my boo. Yeah, all the... But this right here, you have... Basically, it's like the African-American version of superman and to me that's awesome that's something that i can you know look forward to to reading more about one but it's something i could personally relate to because you know i mean guess i guess she is being, the african-american version being, of superman i so. am <laughs> she can I totally just, identify I'm just with too that. scared to socially go out there and save people because most people don't need saving like they're not worth it so i just sit back and do whatever i need to do here she does my nails that's exactly i do her nails that's what she does with her powers yes i create <laughs> nail magic um but we, we do what we're comfortable with it, 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 right. <laughs> hey that's underappreciated art i'm just gonna throw that out there okay oh thanks <laughs> it, it really is it really, not really get, is not yet yeah, not to get sidetracked it but really it really is, is. try what Those i'm doing saving <laughs> I've argued with nail techs, okay? I'm just saying. (laughs) Underappreciated art. But to to see an African-American woman be portrayed as, like, 
the lead hero. Exactly. That in itself is awesome. You don't see that. Yes, Storm is very major, and she's one of my freaking favorites, but she's not... She's not the the spotlight of the X Men, right? Necessarily. I mean, yeah, she for again, some she might be. Yes, but it's for some not... she might be, but she's not like this. Vigilance is not. She's literally like the head of front and center, baby. Yes, yes, uh, of the group, and even in the other comics. Um, what was the other one? I Heroes International. Heroes International. Even she was like the badass. She had to come in and fix everybody else's mess, and I love that. <laughs> like, oh, where's Vigilance? Oh, she had to take a break. But even she can't take a break because she's too much of a badass to just sit there and lay there and let everybody else do the work. No, she has to go back there and fix everything. I love that. And that's just me personally. I really enjoyed this. And I think um, I, I think I want more. So, <laughs> she's like, uh, get to work. Exactly. <laughs> so I, well, I, I mean, uh, I'm really excited about that. Thank of- you. That's kind of exactly what I was going for. Uh, I have three daughters myself, and um, obviously I'm a big comic book kid, and a lot of female characters do get put on the back of the bus when it comes to comic books. DC and Marvel are just now, like within the last three or four years, uh, jumping on the bandwagon of trying to feature more exactly. women superheroes. I wanted to do it right out the gate. Um, that's why Vigilance plays more of a mentor role to Hotshot. In his book, because he's he's still like the new hero, and Vigilance has all her stuff together. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to see it. I sent uh, a link, but you guys actually have uh, preview copies of Vigilance number two and the next issue of Hot Shot. I, I did not look at those because I did not get that far. I'm very sorry, but <laughs> I, I will give the time to look at it. I promise. She, her <laughs> eyes start like lit up there for a second. She was like, "Really? I was like, what? <laughs> That's She's in here? Like, yeah." <laughs> Yeah, we we love our comic books, and so like when we identify with a character, we, we get a little greedy. We want more right away. Can't help it. That's awesome. We're <laughs> we're knee deep in her third issue and the next issue of Hot Shot and Heroes International. So I mean, we're we're constantly busy. It, it sounds like it. I just from seeing the things that you post on social media, I'm on there all the time. So I I catch a lot of you know people's lives through Facebook, um, and you're always working. Like you you have to be one of the hardest working people in comics right now. I try my best. There's, there's a there's there's a guy that works a bit harder than I do too. But uh, are, are you I talking about Victor? That... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Victor officially franchises that uh, that that phrase. But you know, I look up to uh, people like Victor, and and I realize there's a lot of stuff that I have to do, and and you know, it's not going to be done for you. You got to you got to dig down and and do the work and get it done. That and that's comics. I mean, it's. It's literally, <laughs> it's a never-ending uh, cycle. It's like you you work really hard on one issue, and it's so urgent. And then you finally get it out, and it's like right away you're going on to the next issue or the next uh, series. Right. Um, you know, it's a it's definitely a daunting task at times. But I think it's if you're really feeling it and you really love that uh, medium, it's very fulfilling too. So I hope yeah, that you feel that way. <laughs> It never feels like work to me, even like uh, I used to be a, a, a bill collector, a manager for bill collections, and that stuff was annoying. And I would get frustrated at that job. But like there's frustrations with making comic books because by no means is it perfect. And, you know, I get annoyed with stuff, but nowhere near how it was if I had like a regular nine to five job. Like it's a frustration I, I, I don't mind because 
I'm doing what I want to do. And, and the fact that I have these really, uh, I, I have some really dedicated team team members that help put out these books because I would not be able to do this without my team. Um, and it is a lot of work, but I enjoy it. And I, I pretty much work from sun up to sun now. Yeah, that that's the life, man. <laughs> That, that is the life. And sometimes I think we even work in our sleep because I know that mm-hmm. I dream about like working. Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> like, so, I mean, I, I might not be a writer per se, but again, the art that I do, especially at work. God, I mm-hmm. swear to God, I feel like maybe I'm filing my nails in my sleep. I don't know. <laughs> you probably but, are. Like, I think, oh, God, yes. They're always I'm always doing nails, even when I'm not doing nails. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Got to keep that nail game strong. Exactly. (laughs) Um, I wanted to um, talk about um, Heroes International um, because to me, I laughed. I laughed a lot. I really enjoyed the, I want to say lightheartedness of that comic a lot because I think a lot of superhero comics are a little heavy. Yeah. They're kind of dark. And which is fine. I have no problem with that. But sometimes you just want to read a comic and not feel like an, like an anvil has fallen on your head. Um, <laughs> so I really enjoyed that aspect of Heroes International that it's, it's lighthearted. There's a lot of really, um, there's a couple of really like bad jokes that are so bad. They're oh my hilarious. God. Oh my God. When Megan was reading it. She kept just going, oh, my God. And then she would start – she would read the line out loud to <laughs> Aren't me. Aren't you glad I'm here? And then she would start cracking up. <laughs> it was a very interactive experience. Oh, God. Um, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we – I really enjoy – I'm not really – I have a confession for you, Mike. I'm not a huge superhero person. Like, I'm, I like them, but I'm not – one of those people who actively reads a lot of superhero books. So, um, I, that being said, I really enjoyed, um, your books. They, I feel like there was, um, the stories were really strong and the art was really consistent too, which is something in indie comic books. I've noticed that some, there, there can be some really glaring inconsistencies, um, in your art from the beginning uh, to the end of a book and or series. And uh-huh. what I'm seeing with these is that it's very consistent and that's really, really good. So your team is like on point there. Like Absolutely. Village and still being a badass. Right. They're being badasses like that. <laughs> she looks amazing in every freaking shot. Sorry, I'm having I'm having a woman crush Wednesday on Saturday of a superhero that's in a comic book. We're good. <laughs> That is that is absolutely fine. Uh, I'm good with it. It's one of the reasons why I wanted to uh, have the three different titles. Is <clears throat> of course I want people to love all three of the books, walk away picking up all three of them. But we wanted to try to have books that at least you come to the table like, hey, I really dig that one, and at least walk away with one of the titles. Uh, Micah did a really good job writing up that first issue. Uh, we had. Uh, we have a lot of editorial meetings, and I, I've got to shout out Danny Cooper for all the work that he does as an editor to help catch things and keep things in line with the stories and things like that. And then, you know, I got uh, Quinn going on Heroes International, and he's you no, know, he's he's doing his thing. Uh, probably the biggest shout out goes out to Veronica because Veronica colors all three books. Well, thank oh, man. you, Veronica. Girl is busy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Luke uh, is the writer of Heroes International. And uh, he, that's, that's one of the reasons why uh, we wanted to go with Luke is because 
he would be coming from the story at the story from a whole different perspective than a normal superhero story. Well, thank you. Yeah, no, he he nailed it. I yes. I really um, enjoyed uh, his writing style, and and it made that 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 was my favorite one. I think from a standpoint of not being a really big superhero fan, and there's um, like I said, I enjoyed and like Hotshot, I actually really enjoyed that as well because it kind of takes a different look at it. It's not like your Marvel or your DC. And I hate that I have to liken everything back to the big two, but I feel that mo- like more people can, they understand what I'm saying when I liken something to that because, you know, people are, uh-huh. they like to read a lot of mainstream stuff. We're indie here. We stick with that. But, um, well, and the occasional Batman. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> Duh. Cause yeah, if we didn't read Batman, Megan would die. I would curl up into a little ball. <laughs> a little ball. So low. now it you started they're off. They're the reason we had the books. So right. Um. It says so you started off doing um Hot Shot, correct? Like that. That was the the first um series, and then these kind of stemmed off of that, correct? Correct. Okay. I I, I from what I was reading, it's what I took from it. Just wanted to be sure. <laughs> I yeah, don't yeah, yeah. want right to make on. any crazy assumptions. <laughs> Um, what made you decide to like pull, you know, like Vigilance out of the Hotshot universe and give her her own series, or to put um, these this group of heroes together for Heroes International and give them their own series? Like, what was what kind of inspired that for you? Uh, well, Vigilance kind of uh, made me do it herself uh, in the <laughs> Hotshot series. Uh, but the main questions that people kept asking me were, uh, what was the Zero event? What are Hotshot's powers and what's going to happen with Vigilance? Like in that order. A lot of people <laughs> gravitated towards Vigilance. So I, I knew immediately that if I got the opportunity to do spinoff books, Vigilance would be the first one, especially because we don't have uh, women titles that are in the forefront. And I'm not trying to like knock Wonder Woman or, or Storm or anything like that. Uh, but Wonder Woman's like the one title, maybe outside of Catwoman, that, you know, gets consistent play or um any attention or anything like that right. every time i try to do a storm book it goes a couple of issues and it gets canceled or anything like that so mm-hmm. i really wanted to have a female driven book that like my daughters can relate to that they can look up to and enjoy and you know because honestly anybody could be epic in our books and that was kind of the main thing then the more that i got in the books like i'm a huge fan of naruto huge fan of invincible um spider-man's a big uh inspiration for me on the hotshot books but I wanted to create, I wanted to have a verse where these books interact. And I love, and again, you know, I love the things that Marvel and DC does, some of the things, not all of the things they do. But I think having these characters interact in different titles and having these stories segue and build up the right way instead of just trying to make it a money plug, mm-hmm. um, you get these really fun, strong stories that, you know, people can enjoy and want to read and want to get them. So we want to create this world and have them all exist, but it's not like, well, you have to get every single issue to know what's going on. You have to get this title to get that title across over or whatnot. I mean, you can if you want, um, <laughs> but you don't have to. Which is great because I, <clears throat> I feel like uh, it's that way with um, like DC and that drives me crazy. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nice to be able to, to pick up a like like one series or whatever, even if it's a part of a bigger universe, yeah. be able to read it and put it down and not have to go through every or 
to try to figure out like what order you're supposed to read all these books mm-hmm. in or it, it's a very frustrating um, experience. So there. I think that it's great that you were able to do that with yours, take away that frustration and allow people to kind of come to it in in a way that made them comfortable. They didn't have to, you know, read everything in order yeah, to understand. You don't, you're basically, you're not forcing your readers to say, oh my God, okay, uh, I can't read this book that I got from my cousin because maybe he thought I needed book number one. But uh, <laughs> instead, he got me book number three because whatever. You're not forcing your readers to start from point A to get to point Z. You're basically mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm allowing you to read maybe a episode or, you know, just number 23. <laughs> and then, hey, maybe in the future you want to go ahead and get, you know, one, two and three or whatever. Because I know that there are so many books out there, especially with me. I've read so many comics or I've been given so many comics that I was like, OK, well, this is book 23. What 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 is going on here? I don't understand what happened. Why is this character at this point? Like, where where am I? And then I have to physically go and find these other things to to understand what is going on. I and to me, I think that's I think it's ingenious to me. I think it's really smart to basically allow your readers to not have to play catch up every time you pick up a book. Mm-hmm. Well, I I appreciate that, and I I say thank you. I cannot take full credit for that. Uh, a lot of the foundation is uh, weighed on Victor because Victor. He wrote the first six issues of well, a hot Thank shot. you, Victor. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and him and I have several have had several conversations about the books. Uh, even though Victor doesn't write uh, any of the books now, I still uh, talk to Victor about things and get his opinion and his feedback on certain things. But then um, the writing team that I have right now with Luke, Micah, and Danny being the editor of all three books, we meet once a week. Um, to go over all this stuff. Like we have timelines for each book. Uh, we have a rules for the universe type of thing. And, you know, we're, con- we're in constant communication on trying to figure out how we want to do this stuff and, and get the books the best way that they can be. That's awesome. That's, and that's what I think people should, you know, aspire to do, especially, I mean, e- even if it's, not necessarily you're trying to create a universe. You should be meeting with your creative team as, as at least once a week, I feel like, in order to have a consistency, especially if you're working on a series that might be like an open-ended series, um, because yeah. there can be a lot of uh, inconsistencies in like you might like have a plot line running through like the first six issues and then you just drop it because you forget about it because there's five other ones as well. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's good to like kind of have those uh, conversations and make sure that you're wrangling in all of your plot lines (laughs) and making sure everything like gets covered and gets closed out before, you know, you move on to the next six issues or, you know, however. Or or you could just go having with like writer's ADD (laughs) because I mean, that's how I go through life. Oh, look, a piece of candy. (laughs) We we still got some work to do. Uh, We're by we're by no means perfect. We're trying to get it there uh, because there have been there have been some mistakes. There have been some plot holes and stuff that, you know, we're trying to uh, write out or write in in our next issues with consideration. And, you know, you got to kind of have we've we've all had to learn to have a thick skin um, with writing these books, you know, getting reviews and getting feedback on the books and things like that. Because the end goal is to have the best books that we possibly can. I, I want the books to be on par or surpass what Marvel and DC and Image, um, Dark Horse and everybody else is doing. Uh, I don't 
when you pick up our books, I don't want you to think, oh, these are indie books. I want you to just, I just want you to look at them and be like, they're comic books and they're cool. Well, they are. They are comic books and they, they are, are cool. cool. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you have that going for you already. Um, and these, all these comics are through uh, Legacy Rising, correct? Yes. Okay. Now tell me a little bit about Legacy Rising. We only have a few minutes left, but I'm interested in uh, learning a little bit more about what, what Legacy Rising is. Uh, Legacy Rising Publications is a new, uh, well, actually it's, it's a year old now, uh, comic book imprint. It started officially one year ago today. Uh, Doug Sims is the owner of it. He also owns a comic shop in Columbus, Ohio called Heroes and Games. Uh, he's got a lot of re- he's got relationships with several different comic creators and artists that are local in Ohio, and he reached out to a few of us and asked us if we wanted to make comic books for his new publisher. So we did that for about six to seven months, working making the books. Uh, it allowed me to bring my book Hotshot over to Legacy, and working for Legacy, I was able to expand to the other two titles. And uh, then we launched in July, July 30th, actually, at Columbus, Ohio, uh, at Columbus Wizard World. We launched all five titles. We've expanded to seven books. And um, now we're coming out with our next issues here next month. And we will be on a a quarterly schedule moving forward after our books release in February and uh, starting up our convention season again this year. Wow. Well, congratulations. Happy Like all of you. Yeah. No, that's, that's really awesome because I mean, a lot of people have their own, you know, like they try to start publishing companies or, you know, it's a difficult task. I mean, I have an imprint for my own stuff because I didn't want to have to worry about trying to find somebody to publish me. I just wanted to write. And if later I wanted to shop, you know, my work around, then I would. Um, But there are people that are trying to build like, there's a lot more people I'm noticing that are trying to build independent labels. And um, some of them just have really bad business practices and they're, <laughs> they're not set up properly, but it sounds like you guys have a, a really clear vision and it sounds like it's working really well. So that's excellent. It sounds like you're you have all a really, on the same page. Right. It helps when you have a good team around you and it sounds like you do. So yes. that's really awesome. Well, it's not, it's not the easiest road. Uh, no. From the outside looking in, you know, there's, you know, we, there's, there's mistakes and, you know, we try to learn from those mistakes and we, you know, we still got a lot of, of road to plow, uh, to get where we really wanted to be. Uh, but if I could ask a question, cause I know we only have a few minutes, uh, sure. we didn't get to talk about it, but I would love to know, uh, what you guys thought of Emerald Quest because that's actually outside of the hot shoppers. Yeah, it is. And, and it kind of threw me because it's like a fantasy. Uh, type comic, which is something that I'm more, that's more like stuff that I read. Um, well, I, I usually do like horror and sci-fi, but there are definitely enough, uh, uh, fantasy, like kind of actiony titles like that, that I've read. Um, I really, um, I thought the art was super consistent. Again, I really love the cover. I'm just like going from the front to like everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> I made, as I was reading them, I made notes. It's kind of like, that's kind of like what I do. Um, one of my favorite parts of, of Emerald Quest. Um, well, it's obviously, I think, I hope I'm pronouncing this right is Marky. Yeah. Okay, good. That's what it looked like. I just wanted to be sure. Um, I like right away when her character like comes in, um, and then you do like there's like the uh the flashes back and like to um the past of this character. I really was kind of like hooked right away um with this character, which I think 
that says a lot about a comic when you pick up something you you don't really know much about it and you can uh right away you kind of like glom onto a character and you're you find yourself enjoying that character and wanting to learn more. So I actually really enjoyed it. It's a, it's a little bit more up my alley so that that might have helped, but I try to like look at everything from an objective point. Um you know, from the writing, from the art, um you know, the lettering, just kind of the whole the whole thing. Um I thought it was really good. So um, I think it's kind of cool that you have something that's outside of the superhero realm for people who might not be like super into that kind of stuff. This gives them yeah. another option. So I think it's a really, it's great. And I think it's a really, uh, a really good title. Thank you very much. That's, uh, that's exactly what I was going for. Again, my goal is to, if you come to my table, I want you walking away with some book. I want to have a book for everybody. See, and, and I didn't want to be an asshole, but I didn't get a chance to read that third one. <laughs> But she was telling me about it, and I seemed highly interested. Like, it seemed like something I wanted to read. I just never uh, got around to it, so forgive me. <laughs> oh, you're fine. You're fine. Don't okay. forgive her. I was like, yeah. don't, don't hate me. Yeah. I did read. I, I was like, I did read two out of three. You got to give me something here. <laughs> you got to tell her she failed this podcast. You're going to be like, you Damn failed it. the podcast. You didn't read it. You Come are on. the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll blow out your tiki torch and you're gone. <laughs> voted off the island oh my goodness yeah well, i don't know if you guys saw or not i don't know if todd and dave told you about this but uh they are joining the hotshot universe with a webcomic we are launching in february really the cover yeah i put the cover of it in our facebook chat that you created for us yeah it's called the basement of doom oh my, oh my god, god that's, that's awesome jinx shut up <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we're somebody twinsies. coke that's so that's so fun oh my gosh i love it i'm excited to see that now hurry, yeah, we were hurry, really hurry, excited hurry. when we saw it like mike's been doing a steadily good job of uh teasing the crap out of us like <laughs> hey guys here's some little snippets like some some artwork and basically it's just if you ever heard 30 year old grown men squealing in a basement that's pretty much what it was um i think i heard you um all the way from your house to mine i'm pretty sure you might have they were pretty excited uh but it's literally going to be them fighting a bunch of demons and monsters and they keep them trapped in their basement of doom uh we have some pretty awesome talent that's going to be working on that book uh, but we, I'll be uh, releasing a full announcement on all the web comics, and these web comics, including the Basement of Doom, will be in the Hot Shot universe. That is can, amazing. Can I, we cameo? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yes, yes. Oh, we, already we already got Pogues, so yeah. Sweet. All right, now now I'm even more excited. <laughs> Leave it to me. I ask the stupidest stuff, but hey, it works sometimes. There you go. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Mike. I I know we've been talking for like on and off for like a really long time, trying to like get together and um you know get you on the show. And I'm just glad we were finally able to make it happen. Uh, you've been so patient, and I really appreciate it. Uh, no problem at all. Uh, like I said, I know I gave you guys a lot of content. I appreciate you taking the time to read it and you know have me on your show and talk about it. Oh yeah, and we'll. Um, I'm excited now, even more excited to meet you in person because I'm gonna like. This is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm going to annoy the crap out of you with my questions. So <laughs> no, That's fine. I, I would not mind at all. I, I kind of uh, – one of the reasons I do this because I want to build up those relationships because I'm always – like Todd and Dave, I'm always picking their brains. I normally will send them 
um, books before they come out and get their feedback on it. Um, I, I, I am constantly in a state of improvement and I want to hear uh, what people have to say about the books or if they're if they're taking the story the way I want the story to be taken. So, like I said, you guys have the number two issues of Hot Shot or the next issue of Hot Shot and the number two issue of Visions before anybody else. Yes. Okay. So Woo! I'm going to read that. Like tonight is one of the nights where I actually don't have to work and I'll be reading my uh, Tomie and I will be reading Vigilance number two. <laughs> I love it. Right. Hey, I got down. plans now. <laughs> A big Saturday night, you know. <laughs> she's making fun of me oh, oh, um, Saturday the 30 year old nerd <laughs> right that's I mean this is kind of like my life but you know it's fine um but thank you so much Michael and I will be um I'll be in contact with you like I said because I there are a lot of um other things that we didn't quite get a chance to get to uh today which is why we're thinking of expanding the our show to two hours here, oh, it's, 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 pretty just, soon. it's just something we're thinking about. We're through, yeah, we're throwing we never, it out there. We have like a million questions and we never get through all of them. So, because we all talk a lot, so. we do a lot. <laughs> but, um, anyway, and also thank you to Todd and Dave from the Basement Fodder podcast, yes. uh, friends of us and the show. And you guys um, are welcome. Todd says he loves you all, but he has to be a responsible adult now i know which is so lame but i get it dude i I do too i got off of work and we literally like i i drove i sped to stephanie's house just so he could get in her car and come here it was horrible nice being an adult is fun but we love doing this podcast we love talking to our fellow podcasters and our fellow creators like you guys thank you guys so much for taking the time out today to to chit chat with us and we will be back in two weeks um, with another wonderful episode of the Waystation. So until then, keep it indie, guys. Deuces. <laughs>